everybody to the We Hate Anime Podcast, the only anime podcast that uh, doesn't want to be here today. I'm your host, Mike. Joining me is uh, Moth. What the hell does that mean? And uh, uh, Sudoku FGC. Wait, wait, what, what, what do you mean, like, we don't want to be here? I fucking... I... I am... I, the, the, this 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 call only started f- fucking ten minutes ago, and I've already had enough of you. <laughs> All right, so you're telling me that I got to take the moss scale down from my five, which I'm at right now, to about a three. I mean, considering there there are topics that we weren't going to discuss that you literally jumped into the fucking pot. I'm gonna post this now. Huh. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. All right, Mike, here's us with the Patreon. If you like this podcast, as I do sometimes, you can go to patreon.com slash we hate anime and donate to us for as little as $1 a month. You can help us out. Trust me, I, I could really use the help right now. Uh, this whole this whole operation runs more smoothly with a little more grease. Uh, if you want to uh, help even more than that, uh, for as little as $5, you can get a special role in our Discord. $15 uh, gets you a shout out on the podcast. And $25, I believe it's 20, yeah, $25, you can request an episode. Speaking of uh, which, uh, we got to make good on that next week. Yep, I was about to announce that we're doing it next week. All right, announce uh, it Next then. week, Gachi, our, the only person we have at the re- uh, producer level, is going to get their request. We're going to be watching City Hunters, and I hope you all look forward to it. Yeah. Uh, with that said... I am now going to hand it over to Moth uh, so that he can do the things that he wants to do. Well, I was just, I was thinking, like, we got Sudoku, who's a theater kid. We got Mike, who was a band kid. And we got me, who was loud. And I figure uh, we could do a... Wait, why do you... Wait, wait, I'm sorry. I was in band for one year. Why did you just assume I was a band kid? I didn't even know you were in band. I just guessed. But um, I, I was a theater kid too. I'm honestly, Thanks. I imagine you to be like a trombone kid or like uh, I don't know what's that what's that instrument what that has to wrap you around you? A tuba. Actually, yeah. that's a sousaphone. Yeah, yeah. I imagine you'd be one of those kids. No, for for your record, my first year in acting in the Thespian Club, I got the lead role in in fucking Shakespeare. Which Shakespeare? Uh, it was Macbeth. Oh, the worst one. That is uh, not true. Honestly, there's only <laughs> one work of his. Is right there. I mean, yeah, and the only one I actually like is Midsummer's Night Dream. So you know what? That one is based. So you're, so you're good. Yeah, the only reason you like Midsummer's Night's Dream is because it's about tripping on salvia in the woods. And the main character is kind of pucky. Oh, oh gosh, Sudoku! Is there like so NASCAR shocked. right outside your house? Well, anyway, um, welcome to Oklahoma, baby. <laughs> So uh, anyway, I was going to say, like, uh, we get we got all these guys. I was going to do a team building exercise. Uh, I was going to lead in and I was going to have just just Mike and Sudoku harmonize with me. OK, I'm all not right? doing that. No, we're going to do it. All right. Ready? Ready? That's you, is you not guys, what my degree is for. You, you know these lyrics. Come on, let's do this. All right. Oh all right. My God. Ready, Mike? I, I, I'm not ready. All right. I, all right. It's a one and a two and a one, two, three. I am in love with the McDonald's girl. She's got a smile. Wait, re- really? Really? I don't know. Bob, this is the most cringe thing you've done today. I just, <laughs> I just why are we going to do the McDonald's girl And song? you went to church today. 
Let's just out me as a Christian. Thanks. Owned. 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 I'm sorry. Uh, okay. Uh, I, I have no idea what the fuck you're trying to sing, Mom. After the McDonald's girl song? No, I, I don't fuck girls who go to McDonald's. No, it's it's a song like it was written during like the 90s puka shell necklace era when we had like NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. And it's literally a song about a bunch of grown men in their late 20s at the time hitting on a 15-year-old like part-time employee at McDonald's. Moff, I was like I was like 5 throughout the 10 years of the 90s. I hate everybody. <laughs> I hate anime. Hey, 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 bring it back. Brought it back. Oh, by the way, um, I know I posted this on Twitter, but just just real fast so we can get the crap out of the way. There is a, a live queen ant running around the backseat of my car somewhere. Still? And, uh, yeah, I just gave up on looking for her. And uh, the biggest problem with that is there are tons of half-eaten french fries like behind those seats. So I am, I'm about 90% sure I'm going to get a colony that I did not ask for. Uh, yeah, that this is what happens when you fuck around with bugs. You find out. <laughs> well, like you, you guys know that I'm like really into myrmecology, right? Uh, yeah, you're you want to fuck mermaids. I, I get it. No, 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 no. That's uh, nice. that's pisca pisca sapiophilia or something like that. Anyway, no, myrmecology is the study of ants. It is the insect substudy of ants, and uh, I even have a formicarium for my ants, and they keep killing each other and dying. But uh, I was gonna, I was gonna get a new ant. I saw it right in front of my house. I picked it up. I remembered I had a vial in my car, so I went to go get the vial to put the ant the vial, and uh, she committed kamikaze off my hand onto the seat and just ran between the seat. And now I'm screwed. Why, why did, why didn't you wait until you had the vial to pick the ant up? Because the first rule of ant catching is the moment you take your eyes off it, it runs away. Why do I? I mean, I guess I don't know anything. The only thing I know about ants is that I don't like them. Okay. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. So uh, yeah, uh, expect to hear that I died in a car crash in about three weeks. Uh, you won't die in a car crash. You'll just uh, you just won't be able to eat in the car anymore. <laughs> You'll have so, to share uh, your food. So that's what's going on with me, uh, Mike. Are, are you going to talk about the big M coming up in your life? Oh uh, yeah. Uh, the reason why supporting the Patreon would be pretty cool right now is that I am about to move to Ohio. Yo. That is the worst decision you could make. All right. No, it's, that it's I, better than I live in. I live in Arkansas. There's no, I, I, my, my, the worst decision I could ever make was being born. <laughs> Actually, uh, wait, wait, Sudoku, you're in Oklahoma, right? Yes. I actually have an Oklahoma story for you. Uh, okay. So a good section of my family lives in either Ohio or Oklahoma. It's it's really sad, actually. Um, a good part of my American yeah, I'm family. I'm sorry, does. they live in Oklahoma. Dude, it's bad. A good part Oklahoma of my uh, my American family lives in Arkansas, Oklahoma, I, uh, Ohio, those areas. Um, my niece became a stripper, which you know I honestly expected my family to take that a whole lot worse than they did. But uh, my 19-year-old niece, like, added me on Facebook the other day. Now, bear in mind, she's in Oklahoma. And she I don't like where this is going. Uh, she added me as a friend on Facebook the other day. And uh, I was like, oh, cool. And then I looked and she's like, come see my show. I perform every, like, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday afternoon. And I'm like, oh, so you're not even B-list. You're, like, right there with the C-section strippers. And... <laughs> 
I'm laughing. I'm thinking it's really funny. And then I tell my dad about it. And he's like, that's cool. Do you think we can book her for my funeral? Just, that's the Oklahoma story, everybody. Please. <laughs> the only uh, thing in Oklahoma is strippers and NASCAR. If you didn't die inside when this podcast started, you're dead now. In uh, my town, we have, we have a military base. And we have... Uh, on that side of town, there's so there's the gate, and if you drive another, oh shit, minutes, your town has a gate. What the? <laughs> f- that's crazy. I can tell you, Fairbanks doesn't have a gate. I can drive right up to Fairbanks like army military base and be like, "Hey, can I get on?" They're like, "Why?" And I'm like, "I want to go into your base to eat Domino's," and they're like, "All right, you good?" Uh, so that's the base, and then you drive uh straight west. You get to until you're out of strip, Oklahoma. You get to a strip club called Dragon West, <laughs> uh, and then if you turn left there, there is a bar called Scooters. It's a country <laughs> bar. I'm and that's my town, shit. baby. <laughs> we also have a bunch of we also have a bunch of really good Korean food. What? There's a there's a, there's a huge Korean population here. I mean, friggin' Togiak, Alaska has a random, like, Mexican restaurant, and it's a population of 500 people, so, you know. Based. I mean, uh, white white people like the taste of Hispanic food. No, but that's the thing. Togiak is a village. It's a tribe. It is a reservation, Mike. I mean... Once once you get... Like, once you get colonized, baby, you, you get assimilated or you die. They literally just do cannery work. It's like, that's it. It's just a cannery town. And I'm actually really happy that they got the rights to do cannery back because they didn't have it for a while. And now the town is thriving again. Hey, hey, no, Seattle, he's... if any of our listeners are from Seattle, go to hell. I hate you. <laughs> They're already in <laughs> Seattle. I know. But like, I, I need you to understand, Seattle actively tries to screw the Alaska fishing industry over every chance they get. And I hate all of them. Seattle screws everyone over everywhere. It's. I think like the only especially if you reason, live in Seattle. The only reason to go to Seattle at one point was there was a Fry's electronics store in there, and Fry's filed for bankruptcy. So uh, Seattle's dead to me. Uh, oh, I actually, I have no opinion on Seattle except that I my Canadian friend goes there uh, every now and again. So maybe it's not so bad. I don't know. <laughs> She's a basic ass white girl though. So who, who's to say? That's fair. Uh, Sudoku, I swear I've asked you this already, but your military base, right outside of it, is there a target? Uh, Target is about a 10-minute drive from the gate. Okay. All right. I just, I needed to know. I'm sorry. That's all I want to know. Are There there is a a barbershop outside. About, like, creepily at about the two-mile mark outside the base, are there a bunch of, like, payday loans? Yes. Okay. Do you know why that is? Uh, because military men beat their wives. No, it's because uh, they actually had to set up a law that lenders and like loan shark industries, like payday loans, can't set up shop within a certain distance from the base to discourage like soldiers to get even more into crippling debt because soldiers are terrible with their money. Yes, they are. My uh, my brother was one. I think I've, I've talked about that on the podcast before. <laughs> yeah, we have. Yeah. feel free to talk about more stories of your brother's exploits and being shit (laughs) uh 
my brother's really cool. Uh, he's he he has a mullet. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay, you you can you can just stop. You can just stop. <laughs> at one point, he <laughs> had <laughs> mutton chops. Uh, I get it, man. Like I, I get it. Like I'm sure he owns many a wife beater. He's he, probably oh, a big he, fan of dip. He drives hey. a. Um, hey, wife beaters are fun. Like when you go oh, to wait, the wait, gym. Wait, and let, you let, just... let me go, before you say it, Doki. Before you, before you say it, let me guess. He drives an El Camino a Dodge pickup truck. No, he drives. Well, yeah, actually, yes. He also drives a Chevy Blazer. <laughs> no, wait. Uh, Actually, yeah. How so many of his cars have all four tires? I need to know. <laughs> One is on jack stands right now. Um, he has two Camino, dogs. One, I think he just he has two Camino dogs. Running. One a big one and and one small one. No, I I need to I need to do this because it just seems like we're dunking on a uh, flyover states. If given the chance, I would absolutely live in a flyover state over a coastal state. And I, I need to I need to emphasize that. Like I hate both the east and the west coast with a burning passion. And I would gladly live on like a state bordering the coast or a flyover state before I would live on either coast. Oh, I gotta tell y'all about my brother's fucking El Camino. I was <laughs> the the last time I rode in it, the I dashboard was on the floor. <laughs> I called it Mike. He was driving there was no it. Camino. <laughs> Mike, I claimed there was an El Camino. I called it. Uh. Uh, Listen, my brother's base, though. He's a. <clears throat> I, I had a, I had to pick him up from a bar once, uh, last year, uh-huh. and uh, as a, as we were walking out, this was last year, uh, as we were walking out, he was yelling. This is a this is a military bar. He was walking out. He was yelling, uh, "Fucking police!" <laughs> Yo, <laughs> with um, a mo- oh, this is no, 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 stop! Your brother. Is a classic redneck. Yeah, yes, he's an outlaw country redneck. Like he was, like walking out of this like country like military bar, yelling "fuck the police, Black Lives Matter." Uh, Oh, fuck yeah! See, uh, he was drunk, so he moved his gun because he was leaving his uh, his truck there. He was moving his his baby mama into my car. So I could take him home, so that he wouldn't leave his gun there overnight. Because that was the most home. valuable thing about that truck. Yes, <laughs> uh, I take him home. I forget his gun is in my glove box. He forgets his gun is in my glove box. Uh, the two days pass. I go over for family dinner, and my mom is telling me how uh, my brother f- uh, filed a police report for a missing gun. Uh, so I was like, "What? What? what which gun is it? Because he has multiple, of course. Of course, uh, yeah, of course. I and mean, I got multiple guns. Any good yeah. American does." And she was like, "It's the handgun." So I go out to my car. I get it. And it's like, "Is it this one?" She was like, "Oh God." <laughs> what? What is it? By the way, I need to know what your brother's tastes. I don't know. It is a is gun. It a, is it a nineteen eleven? Is it a like? Is it a Keltec? Like, what is it? I think it's a nineteen eleven. Gosh dang it. Okay, your brother's trash. <laughs> yeah, he's white trash. Hell but, but, yeah. It just, I hate the 1911 with every fiber. Uh, there's still a police report out for that gun. <laughs> like, if you want a good 1911, you're paying upwards of like $2,000 or else you get the Jam Master Supreme. And then you just paid $2,000 for a seven round 45 that sucks to wield. Weighs 30 damn pounds unloaded. I hate them. 
Your, your brother seems like the type of guy who would invite, like, the black neighbors over to the barbecue and then beat the shit out of his friend who says something about it. Yeah, well, he yeah. would. He is, he's exactly that person. He is, uh, um, he is Squirrely Dan from Letterkenny. Your 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 brother is a dying breed of redneck. I I you know what? I'm gonna smash a beer over my head in his honor. Would you say he's one of the good ones, Mike? He's he's one of the he's he's like he's a dying breed. I come from those. Like like granted, my parents became more racist. Like my my dad my dad owned a giant oh, my dad owned a giant Confederate flag with. With like a, a, a an image of skeletons coming out of the ground and the words "We will rise again" superimposed on it. I uh, <laughs> I can't tell you how many biomed offices I've walked in in Alaska that have like the "Don't Tread on Me" flag on them. It's great. There's been my dad owns one. Just just so you know, people, uh, the people who fix your stuff are generally the Republicans or Libertarians. So uh, try not to piss them off if they're going to fix your stuff. Yeah. Uh, alternatively, uh, anyone who has a Gatson flag enjoys being stepped on. <laughs> this is a universal law. I guess I need um, to give me a flag. They're just bratty subs. That's all they are. They're just. <laughs> I don't bratty even know subs. what a Gatson flag is. Shut your dumb <laughs> what, ass. What is up, a Gatson flag? You stupid fucking you dumb. Fucking oh, pseudo libertarian. Hey, this is this know, is my shit. this is my favorite Citrus thing about cuts. whenever I have to deal with a liberal. Hey, what does this mean? You're an idiot. Shut up. Oh, oh, you know okay. what? I'm glad you asked, so I didn't have to. <laughs> what the fuck? That's the that's it's, the name it's a don't of tread the don't me flag. Yes. Oh, okay. That it's makes called sense. the Gadsden flag because it was designed by some asshole named Gadsden or whatever. Oh, do you know the Ferris wheel was uh, named by or created by Henry Ferris? Uh, no, but I know that Ferris wheels are, are giant death traps that are fun to kiss on. Okay, yeah, but like, uh, I guess that makes sense that, like, the Gatson flag is called that. Oh, that's why the Great Gatsby is called that, because based off a dude named Gatsby. Yeah, and that, that's why Dune's called Dune, because it, it's it's about a Dune. No, it's about Arrakis. So anime. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, uh, here we go. We are doing the seasonal review a month late. Yeah. Oh, should we talk about the shows we, we watched from last season? Uh, yeah. I mean, really, everybody ate well last season. It was really weird. Yeah. Last, last season, season was like really good. Last season. I don't season, watch shit, and I watched like three shows last season. I think I watched seven. That's how good last season was. The fact that like shows that I would be watching this season, I didn't watch last season because there were too many to watch, just tells you how good last season was. Yeah. Yeah, no. This season, this this season is a little light on meat. This season uh, is isekai hell. It had this season has a few good like uh, a few good continuations like yeah, uh, Tokyo Revengers. St- st- That's not a continuation. Standing on, <laughs> standing on one million uh, lives has its second season. I, I'm looking forward uh, to watching that. Irumakun. Uh yeah, uh God, I love Irumakun. I need to go back and wait. Watch wait, you actually two. wait. Wait, you actually like Irumakun? Yeah, I watched the entire first season. I like that show a wait, lot. You, like, really? You actually like that show? Yes. Uh, that's so weird. It's actually good. I didn't think you'd like it. It's really, it's funny. The characters are cute, and I like their designs, except for the fox girl. She has the weird hair that curls up. I don't like that. Part oh, you're not going to like season two. Oh, I'm sure. 
It's uh, all about her wanting to raw dog a Shota. Oh, no, no. I like her. I just don't like that one aspect of her design. She's actually my probably my favorite character. Oh, no, that's she's, Clara's she's, mom. She's a giant fucking, like, MILF. And I I love characters with MILF energy. Dude, she's and 16. Soft and, like, MILF she's energy six, transcend actual age. She's 16, The from Soda 3 is a MILF, okay? Dude, Clara's mom is still the best character, if I'm being honest with you. Uh, any, any, well, Clara's family are the best characters in general. Anytime that every single episode that ha- features the Clara family, uh, they have to do a fucking musical, and they the continue it into season two. Yes. Yeah. But la- like last season had a bunch of great shit in it. Um, like that was that was Dinah Zen on that was fucking odd uh, taxi. Uh, uh, odd taxi is really great. I didn't finish it though. Dude, the last episode kicks you right in the dick. I'll probably get back to that because uh, I've been a little busy with uh, life stuff mostly, but uh, and Homestuck, uh, still reading Gosh, that. Uh, you know, I, so I, I haven't. This must have one. been. This must have been how everybody felt when I was like, "Guys, have you ever heard of this book that came out in 1965 called Dune?" Because like you realize Homestuck is done, right? Yeah, it's it's uh, over. Well, technically, it's not done. Uh, there, there is a Homestuck too. Which yes. isn't done. It's God, called Undertale. I am fucking losing my mind right now thinking about how Dune is Boomer Homestuck. No, 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 no. We like, need to move like, on. I don't know that much about Dune, but I do know it has like a, a very rich, deep world. Uh, and yeah, it, the Homestuck is is Zoomer uh, is millennial Dune for sure. I'm actually having an uncontrolled eye spasm right now, Mike. <laughs> now you know what it's like for me to exist within your presence i will say the one thing that actually um with the new movie coming out i really want to get titty like in a private conversation about this is it, it, you can just call him cute mute prude you can call him that prude, is you can so call him mute. difficult like you you can call him tid you don't have to call him breast titty winks <laughs> titty winks um no it's 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 so I, I'm well aware, like, I, I know I pretend to be stupid, but I'm well aware of what Dune is, a lot of what it represents, and th- there's a reason it is the number one science fiction book of all time. Like, Dune got its place, and it deserves it. Um, I'm sorry, I, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is sitting right there. Absolutely not. Damn, I wish I could read. Uh, Stephen, <laughs> Stephen Lynch, or was it Stephen Lynch? I can never, something, something, something Lynch. Freaking Lynch, d- dude who did Twin Peaks. David Lynch. Um, David Lynch, thank you. Uh, the eraser head was trash, and I refused to let anybody acknowledge it. it Shut good. the fuck up. Go Eat the fuck away. Dick, Mike. Um, do so. Like when 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 David Lynch came out and did the Dune movie, he didn't focus on the politics. He didn't focus on the colonialism. He didn't focus on like he didn't focus on any of the depth in the book, which I think lended to the series that movie being such a good movie because it allowed it to be a timeless piece. Because it doesn't touch on things that become relevant or less relevant depending on the generation watching it. Wait, 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 just implied that in incorporating the themes of colonialism will make something less timeless. while talking about Dune, a, a book that is timeless. 
that dude heavily features those themes. <laughs> and he's talking about the adaptation that most people don't like. It's a practical effect masterpiece, though. That movie is phenomenal for what Lynch was able to accomplish with the technology we had in the era. I'm actually legitimately worried that this new remaster is going to rely too heavily on actual 3D oh. CGI special effects, which that, that, that isn't inherently wrong. Like, Michael Bay can make practical and special effects work at the same time. That's fine. Moth, are you familiar with Vinny Del Nu, the director making the movie? No. Uh, he's the one who did... Um, he's the one who did the, um, the Blade Runner uh, sequel. Oh, that movie was awful. <sighs> to be fair, though, Blade Runner, like, 2020 was awful as well, so, like, I, I can't really... Wait, did you just say the same movie was awful twice? Well, no, like, the original Blade Runner takes place in, like, 2020 or something. And that's what I meant. Like, the not Blade Runner 2049, I mean, like, Blade Runner was awful. <sighs> I haven't ever seen Blade Runner, so I can't really... I can't give Moth too much shit yet. Just you Listen, though. I'm the not someone coming. that sucks off the original Blade Runner. I think it's very flawed, but I think fucking speech at the end is one of the single oh, okay. best monologues in all of fiction. Okay, alright. No, no, no. Like, you can do that. You can do that, because A Few Good Men, the courtroom scene is great. Like, I, I get that. But, like, you can't just say that, you know, that one scene redeems an entire movie. It's a good sequence in a movie. No, 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 no. Because everything about that movie, all of its themes are leading up to that. Because the entire, the entire original Blade Runner movie is about a guy whose job it is to decommission robots who have lived longer than they should have. And the, 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 the like... The fucking antagonists, or more so the real protagonists, are all running from him, and he's hunting them down. And the movie ends, it culminates in this fantastic scene where one of them, after fighting on this raining fucking rooftop, gives this impassioned monologue about how he, like, deserves to live, and then he gets got. It's fucking, it's amazing. Okay, and you know what? If not for the fact that there wasn't all that much good cinema at the time, that movie would have been forgotten like Tears in the Rain. That is the That worst. movie was forgotten for like a little bit there. No, it wasn't. The same people who will constantly make you watch the first Alien will always bring up Blade Runner. The first Alien's good! Yeah, the first Alien is a masterpiece in feminism. This is the only good feminist movie I've ever seen. Well, no, no, Aliens 2. And technically, I liked Aliens 4. I know that's not a popular opinion, but I did. So, anime. <laughs> I think I just I, killed I'm Mike. Just, I'm just convinced Moth thinks feminism is when women. <laughs> Feminism. Yes. Femi <laughs> so, Backflip was good last season. Everything yeah. was good last season. Let me. I got Crunchyroll pulled up right now. Let me take a look at what spring no, 2021 I've got, was. I've got our, our seasonalist pulled up. Like... Uh, there was fucking Zombieland Saga Revenge, which was phenomenal. Burning comedy. Uh, Moth, Moth, you finally got a two-part episode for your girl in Zombieland Saga. Which one? Oh, yeah, I quit watching about the time, uh, I, I think it was the little zombie got an episode and I was so bored I stopped watching. 
That is Lily. Lily's episode's one of the best episodes. Isn't, yeah, they do a fucking the, the trans one. Yes, they do a fantastic. They do a fantastic it. joke in that care. episode where she is. Uh, <laughs> you would only get the joke if you speak Japanese because she is Orakugo. She's the she's number four, and uh, because of that, when uh, in this talent show, she performs a Rakugo show. It's funny. Ha 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 ha! It's awesome. Uh, uh, Two Year Eternity started last season, and it's been great. I should uh, I should get around to watching that. Really that really good. Uh, Cestus was everybody's generic shonen that they could enjoy. No, it wasn't. No, no it wasn't. No, no, it wasn't. Fight me. That show sucked. Uh, There's don't, no one. Don't Toy With Me Nagataro showed a really good adaptation that didn't rely so much on the etchy aspect of the manga, and I appreciated it a lot. I'm actually interested uh, to watch more of that. I, don't. I heard it got better. So, no, it's yeah. good. Toy with me, Nagataro was actually a pretty good anime, and it was pretty faithful to the manga. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I I'm not going to drop that us that down the trash. rabbit hole of localization because I know I'm the only person on our Shut podcast with a good opinion on localization. Up. No, your your opinion your opinion is trash because it's uneducated. My opinion it's, is it's literally jerk and stupid. My opinion is literally that I would rather have a hundred percent culturally accurate stuff, even if I don't understand it. That's it. That's my entire opinion. You would. You, would you wouldn't understand it. Shit. <laughs> you wouldn't yeah, enjoy. You would it rather shit be transliterated. It. What did you just say? <laughs> you would. Le- you would rather shit be transliterated. You would rather rather it be completely literal, so you don't understand what the fuck's going on. Yes. God, pe- people like you were why uh, fucking the anime community sucks so much. No, no, in, no, in no. General, Funimation is why people... the anime community sucks. But Funimation kind of kind of trash. But in general, I tr- I tend to trust people who speak the language more than people who don't. And uh, I don't speak the language, so I don't trust me. <laughs> but uh, we uh, also but got cells at work black. Was that last season? Or was uh, that the season before? That was the season before. Oh, damn. Okay, yeah. Never mind. You're right. <laughs> uh, we got uh, Burning Comedy, which was some of the best eye candy we saw. Mike, your favorite, 86. What, the, what are you talking about? Burning Comedy? What the fuck was that? Burning Comedy. It's uh, based off a Eastern sport about adult tag. I don't know what that is. I think I gaslighting us. No, it, I literally up. talked about it for three, ep- like three weeks straight last season. None of you listened to me. Uh, yeah, because when you open your mouth, demons come out. Alright, speaking of demons, Tokyo Revengers is still going strong. Though, luckily, we're kind of in a slowdown. Like, that that anime ran straight into a brick wall so hard, it was amazing to watch. And now they're like, hey, we just ran into a brick wall. Let's slow down a bit before we run into the brick wall next to it. And I really appreciate that, because I can actually catch my breath with this anime now. And I continue to not watch it. We also had 86. I said a that. A fucking insane show. 80, that, Eight, I, I don't know. 86 just comes off a little bit too colonizer for me. I don't want to touch it. You don't, I don't even think you know what that word means. 86 is the only issue with 86, the second episode, where they just have the character stare at the camera and tell you what the moral of the story is. Everything else about it is super great. Like, fucking phenomenal. That that show's special, Actually, and it already has a second season. I that, can't wait. That scene was really nice, because it let me put the rest of the season in context. You just say things. You just open your mouth and you allow <laughs> the words to come out. Yep. We also had Vivi Florid Eyes song, which is... 
still my favorite from last season. That, show, that show's kick. I, say, I, was, I, I do want. I I want to watch that one. I need to watch Gridman so I can watch the, the world. Wasn't that one just Blade Runner? Uh, I could see people drawing comparisons to Blade Runner because Vivi Florida's uh, song is definitely cyberpunk, but it's it's not really uh, that similar. Okay, uh, my hell will never seem to stop. Uh, Fruits Basket is still going, and I'm so mad. Yo, bass, I need to watch that. <laughs> I need uh, you to understand, Fruits Basket will always hold a place in my heart. As why the hell did I have to watch this when I was 12 years old? Uh, Doku, are you with me that, uh, you kind of like in Fruits Basket? I hate all of them. I've only seen, like, a, like, uh, like, two episodes of the original series, and I've really, like, recently, like, I, I took, just... like, an anime class in college, and we watched that, and I fucking loved it. Oh, I, need this you to under- I need to watch I it. I need you to understand, like, if not for Nezuko, that anime would actually be enjoyable. I like the wolf guy. I like the cat guy. I like He's the good cow. Too. It, it, in 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 retrospect, the cat guy was probably one of my first guy crushes. I, uh, I, you said you said that, and then like Phoebe immediately just like barged into the room. I, oh, I'm sorry. When you said Phoebe, I thought the old teacher from Boy Meets World walked into your room. <laughs> no, my, that's my cat. So uh, why are you the cat? So do we, so now that we've talked about all the great stuff from last season, uh, I want to. I, I just it's on the list. I want to. I want to break up. Wait, we didn't the, talk about Godzilla. Oh yeah, yeah. vanishing point, good. right? Singular point. Godzilla was good. I didn't understand a single word they fucking said. Uh yeah, God, Godzilla was good. I need to get back to watching that. Uh, the that writers, is a really good show. The writers are way smarter than me. Uh, Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm kind of worried because I've seen I've seen the this shit gets complex memes and I'm like how complex can Jet Jaguar punching Godzilla with a Godzilla tooth be? That show's good. <laughs> uh, and backflip was really good. Uh, it got it's confirmed that it's getting a movie, so I'm very excited because I fucking loved that show. That was my favorite show for uh, the season. You mean to tell me you like cute boys doing gymnastics? Yes. Based. But not just because they're cute. This is just, just a good show. It made me cry a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> it's because you're weak. The weakness is inside of you. I uh, We have to make you watch manly shit like um, Fairy Ronmu. I honestly liked that anime a lot. And and I think it's because of your latent homosexuality. Yeah! It's not. Any guy who works that hard to make his body look that good is worthy of respect. They, they, they have magic they powers. Don't... They didn't work for it. Yeah! They, they, they do the ultimate cheat. They just fucking magic it. Alright, well, we have that in the real world. It's called Trembling. Speaking of, which, Speaking uh, of uh, I... uh, things that are in the real world that aren't in the real world, uh, let's let's... Let's talk about the anime from this season. Yeah. Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid Season 2. You know, I'm uh, actually convinced while watching Season 2 that the mangaka... It, like, we are not the target demographic for, for Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. Us, us as guys, like, no matter what our sexuality is, no matter what we are, we are not the target audience. The target audience of Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Mage is Fujoshis in Japan who are borderline neats who need to enter the workforce and learn about consent. And it does a really good job of that. This is one of the best shows this season. I wouldn't Uh, say that at all. 
I've only seen the first episode of the second season of the show because I'm that guy. Uh, I, I mean, the OP and the ED are good. I like See, that a lot. The OP you don't, is so good. The you the cool thing about uh, uh, Kobayashi's Dragon Maid is that it's it's episodic as shit. Like it's just a gag show. And there's only kind of some story stuff, so you could just start here. Yeah. Although the first season is also awesome. I love I love the opening because it just starts with like a, just a reference to Nichijo. And it's just, really it's good. just a, like I, I remember watching. It and I was like, these guys should sue. <laughs> really, I felt it reminded me oh, a lot wait, of Wagnaria. It reminded me a lot of Wagnaria, actually. The intro. Stop calling it. Just call it working. That's what everyone calls it. No, it's Wagnaria. Moth. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, I will say. I, I think Kobayashi's Dragon Maid would be a lot better if you removed one character. Uh, Mike, excuse what, me, it's what is uh, that Kobayashi's one character? son, no... Wait, hold on, the whole... The whole never mind. Mike, who's so the character? Okay, okay, there is one character that I think I could do without, and it's one you haven't seen, Doku. There is a little girl yep. who peeves on the little girl dragon, and it's very uncomfortable. If you removed oh, her from the equation... <laughs> That would make that anime ten out of ten. Yeah, I I also am a little. If if, if you were gonna make that change, also maybe remove the Shota guy. Nope, nope, nope. you've gone too far. You've gone too far, Mike. You need to one. reel it back. At least, at least the little kindergarten girl is peeving on someone her own assumably age. Look, fucking I, the the little Shota boy is getting fucking uh, dick down by a big boof milf. You're I okay. Your tonality is saying you think this is a bad thing, but then you're describing good things. So the detective Listen. is already dead. <laughs> Watch Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. The first episode ends with her growing a penis. Yeah, Pins. that was fun. That was that was but fun. Speaking of growing things in your body that you didn't expect, the detective is already dead, which I only watched the first half of the first episode. It's really good. Yeah, the first episode is fifty minutes. And unlike the other show this season that has a 50-minute first episode, this one actually earns its runtime. I'm going to say, a, this is... I honestly, I think the reason I didn't realize this was on the list is because I saw the title, and I was thinking of that, like, Rakugo Sherlock Holmes anime that aired two seasons prior. So what you're saying is... I'm illiterate. You looked at the list and didn't... Click on anything. I moth. I I'm I when I make this list, I include hyperlinks you can click on, so you can find it. That would explain why the text is blue. (laughs) Thank. I I I I try. I make this so easy. So then you make my life hell. So the show is like if uh, Sherlock was good. Yeah, hey, well, do do you wish do you wish Sherlock wore an incredibly cute dress and had white hair and was also sassy? Bang. Uh oh, and she she shoots a, like a like a classic flint stock uh a flint stock flint style fucking rifle and uh it's super classy. And the anim this is really weird. The, the animation, animation is so good. Holy fuck. The animation is super great. All the backgrounds for the great animation suck dick. Yeah, they do. 
It's like it's it's distracting. Uh, as far as I could tell, this studio hasn't like. Oh, they did Uzaki John. Never mind. <laughs> that explains why. Yeah. It looks terrible, except for the action. Yep. Uh, it's, I want. I tried to give the second episode a try. I couldn't really get past like the first five minutes. I don't know why. Uh, like the whole like the first episode is really good. I liked it. Yeah, I I liked cute. what I saw. I don't know if I'll keep watching. I I I, uh, I think this one is what I'm gonna pretty comfortably drop, but not a hate drop. Yeah. Like I think I think you should at least finish the first episode because there is like I plan to because I did really like, like case it. They solve in that in the first episode. Nice. I I. I, I saw Detective was in the title, and the first half of that episode had no case in it, and I was let down, because I love a good mystery. Columbo's a cool show. Yeah. And then, so the first episode ends with uh, the main dude saying that, like, three years have passed, and that Detective Girl just fucking just dies. And uh, the start of the first episode is, like, he's in high school, and he he still takes cases, but he's like, I'm not a detective. But if you need a sidekick, I got you. And he just solves cases. That's weird. It's based. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I'll give that a shot. Uh, next anime on the list is the other anime this season that has a double-length episode. And it's boring. It's called Remake Our Life. This is it's the first uh, isekai on the list. It's the worst time travel anime I've seen in a long time. And I watched Steingate Zero. Uh, and he, and he watches uh, uh, Tokyo Revengers. Tokyo Revengers is good, dog. You need to watch it. You need to give it a real chance. Uh, this and is, not project your incel dumb on it. Uh, this is the what if you got isekai as a liberal arts major, which just sounds like hell. That's <laughs> 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 the funniest thing Sudoku's ever said. Uh, this is the same studio that made Kiss Exes. Uh, why, why is that Kiss explains Kiss what, sound so familiar? That explains why all the girl designs look that way. Yep. I mean, we, we have to do an episode. Kiss X Kiss. Kiss X is uh it's it starts on incest. Oh, that's the best way to start anything, I guess. <laughs> but, oh. but it's okay because you're not technically related, Babaka. Now touch your sister's ass. Both of them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, I think I read a hentai like when I was fourteen that had this exact same plot. It, it was probably Kiss Exes. No, wait, wait, they were wait, both wait. Blondes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did you just say you read a hentai that had the same plot as I fucked my sister? I'm 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 sorry. That doesn't narrow it down, Moth. Okay, you have to. Understand. It's a lot out there. So you have to understand, circa 2003, we didn't have the cool like dojin websites we have now we didn't have pure rain we didn't have sad panda we literally had to go to we dump have, repositories we panda. yeah okay whatever we <laughs> we had to go to like dump repositories where you just had to go off of a freaking title and half them were in japanese so you'd start clicking through and you're like oh a 15 year old kid's dad is pegging him great and, and and like so i don't remember what it's called i just remember two blonde sisters rape a dude on his 18th birthday that was the entire plot and it's where that phrase satan guide my cock comes from and i'm just gonna assume that's kiss excess that's fair that's a good that's a good assumption so remake our life uh was boring uh the worst thing is the worst thing about remake our life is that it 
it could have not been boring. If the first episode was simply not 50 minutes long, it would have been fine. I would have been way Can, more positive on it. There, I gotta, I gotta ask if you guys haven't watched this episode, this this show, this season. That's that's fine. But did either of you try like the aqua trope on the white sand? I was gonna put that on the list, but I assumed it would be too lesbian for you. It's so if, boring. If, <laughs> no, no, you have to understand. I was right. You have to understand. I watch shows with my wife, and my wife was like, "Oh man, this is gonna be so fun because the art's really good and the animation's good, and they do a lot of really great scenes." And for some reason, being in an aquarium causes fish to make women go into labor and stuff. Um, it's just so boring. Like, it, the only character that's interesting is the semi-bisexual dude who doesn't want to work. It is so sad and boring. And as anytime, I, in, anytime I'm looking at the next season to make these lists, if I see anything even remotely Yuri... <laughs> I delete it unless it's really good because I know there's no men in it for Moth to engage with. Yeah, really. It, it, it's, it's bad. My like, You got to realize, I tend to watch things with my wife, so there's a chance I'll see it, Mike. And I did see this one, and it was boring, and I give it a 0 out of 10. I'm, I'm sure it's actually like not bad, and you're, you're just really cringe. As no, is it's usually the case. It is, it is honest to God got the pacing of like a snail sliding uphill in summer. Uh, it's much like Remake Our Life, uh, which, uh, this show, I, I don't know what to say about it, cause, cause, like, it's not good, but it has so many, like, you know how, like, you take all your favorite ingredients and you make something out of it, and you're like, yeah, I know how to make this, and then you cook it too long or not long enough, and it just tastes bad? That's that's remake our life. It has stuff I like. It's got someone regretting their past choices, the ability to like relive it, actually letting us view the mistakes they made along the way. Uh, it has like set up for characters in the future. It has like uh, a, a, like actual like uh, arc where you get to see him succeed as things fall apart, and then it all is just boring and shittily put together. And sometimes you don't e like. I lost track of what timeline we were in as the guy continued to... F he flashed back within flashbacks. F yeah, th this yeah, is so that stupid. Happened. It was uh, not good. So, <sighs> yeah, remake our life, 0 out of 10, literally unwatchable. Uh, yeah, it's it was hard to watch. Um, it's not the worst show this like, season. <laughs> uh, depends. Uh, I think, I'm looking at the rest of the shows, I think this probably is my least favorite show this season. Oh, really? Because uh, Cheat Pharmacist is my least favorite. Hey, we're skipping uh, well, one. Hold on. Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 no. But, but, like, but, like, but like, if we're going to say what our least favorite is, and we got that list right we're, in front of us, I'm going to name it. I'm going to dead name my least favorite. But but why why would you why would you do that when we're almost there? Okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> this this podcast sucks. <laughs> the next show is and listen listen, Moth. We could have you know what we usually we do put a more structured list so that we could talk about things in order for how we like it, and we decided not to do that this time. We're just doing the list. That's fair. And That's the fair. next and the next one on the list. Is the case study of Vanitas my favorite? Case study of vaginas. Uh, it's your favorite, really? Yeah. Like, I, listen, I I think this is fine. It's it's gay anime vampires. Uh, Moth would probably get a kick out of it because they're they're one of them's like uh, airheaded, and I know Moth loves his himbos. Uh, but your favorite, really? Yes. 
I have been keep I've been, I've been keeping up keeping up with this one, and I I like it a lot. Everyone in the show has fucking immaculate drip. Yeah, I, yeah, no, and and the production on the show is really good too. It's bones. Uh, it, 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 oh, this is bones, really? Bones. Yep. Well, that explains why it looks. You know what? You said it's bones. I might actually go it's, back and continue it's watching it. Bones, and it's run by Funimation, which means you won't actually understand the real plot. Shut the fuck up, off. <laughs> the plot is in the show is so easy to follow. There's two ty- there's there's two types of vampires. One of them kills vampires, and you follow the the in uh, the, the inheritor of the vampire killing ability. But it's a human gasp. That's the plot. It's yeah. a vampire doctor. It, it's raw. Oh. The second episode for- introduces um, this lady who comes from like a line of vampires whose job it is to kill like criminal vampires, and she carries around a coffin that's got a big ass gauntlet in it. Wait, with, like, wait, 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 wait! So it's Gungrave. You just no. heard it carries around a coffin and then said Gungrave. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's Guilty Gear Strive. Oh God! I, she doesn't swing she really around fat? the coffin. Cool. <laughs> oh yeah, she does. If she's she really fat. Needs burgers. I'm, I'd be about it. No, uh, uh, but yeah, the, real quick, I think the show's pretty good. Cool. I think the show's pretty alright. Is 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 one of is one of Dickinson's like cryptids that he keeps around him a bag that has unlimited burgers in it? Uh, he only he has probably one pull cryptid. burgers out of the out of the coffin. He pulls like yeah, a fucking it, it, minigun out of it. Yeah, like it, it seems like he has an unlimited burger bag that he carries with him. Ow. So in case I need this, I like the show a lot. <laughs> Whatever. Uh watch it. It's I, really good. Wait, wait. It's mm, I got I got the next one. I got the next one. Please. Okay, let me take do this. the next one. Because I don't like this one either. <laughs> okay, so you just I'm going to destroy Cheat Pharmacist's slow life this way. I have a server. Filled with commandos that want nothing more than to impregnate Hollow from Spice and Wolf. They got fucking daughters in the show. <laughs> and every single one of them hates the wolf in this. Yep. So that's how I, bad Cheat Pharmacist is. And that, I mean, I the wolf is the only thing the show has going for it. And that's not saying a lot. Nope. Because she I overstays this, her welcome 30 seconds in. I, I mean, I thought this was a pretty, like... Uh, Inoffensive Yashike, uh, which means like uh, a show that is you know lazy paced, that's kind of meandering. You mean it's, like it's a show a that's Silver supposed Spoon? to be real? It's a show. That, yes, actually, it's a show that's supposed to be like uh, more more relaxing than anything. I thought it was fine. I thought it was inoffensive. I thought the Wolf Girl was kind of cute, and uh, the Ghost Girl was funny. And Zero out of ten. Fun. Literally unwatchable. Uh, I think what do you hate so much about it? I mean, the idea honestly, of a, of a ghost the voice acting for the good. Wolf. Like, I, I actually considered watching it in English because her voice acting was so god-awful, which is really, really funny. I hated her voice acting, and I, I'm going to skip just for half a second real quick. Battle in Five Seconds has some of the best female voice acting I've ever heard from Obnoxious Cat Girl. Yeah. Like, yeah. We'll, we'll get into Battle in Five Seconds, but I want you to know I haven't been... Like, Battle in Five Seconds is just Hunter x Hunter because that same Nyarohogdo girl is running the scheme again, and it's just... We'll talk about it later. But mm, just mm. the way the way Moth's brain works 
is that if Moth recognizes something that isn't something else, he gets a little bit of uh, uh he gets a little bit of that vibe from it, if you know what I mean. Like M- Moth is the kind of person that will see a JRPG and go, "I'm getting a little bit of a Persona vibe from this." <laughs> The boss the, you know what? Pokemon sense. actually has a persona yes, vibe. Yes, Moth is cursed by the boss baby syndrome. The hell is the boss baby syndrome? Ma- man, man who has only seen the boss baby sees second movie ever and goes, "This is a lot like the boss baby." <laughs> it's it's uh, that's like an actual thing. People have started like professionals have started saying boss baby syndrome. Wait, what? Okay, could you repeat what it is again? It's when someone who is maybe a little media illiterate sees something in in the stuff they watch and immediately compares it to something similar to what they've already seen to say it's like that. Okay, but how? What does that have to do with Boss Baby? Because that's how, that's, that's where the joke came from. It came from a do a, a tweet saying. Um, <clears throat> dude who has only ever seen Boss Baby watch his second movie getting a lot of Boss Baby vibes from this. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. It's literally a sequel. That's like watching Shrek 2 and being no, like, No, not the second Boss Baby movie. The sec- Like, a second movie ever. <laughs> oh, okay. So that'd be like watching Shrek 2 and being like, I'm getting some Boss Baby vibes from this. Yes. Yeah. Alright, so Su- <laughs> Suki Muchi Moonlight <laughs> Fantasy. <laughs> A better show. Wait, wait, wait. wait. wait, 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 wait. I I just, I want to know what about Cheat Pharmacist you hate so much. Honestly, uh, everything about it just screams low effort. It reminds me of Ascendance of a Bookworm, where the animators didn't give a crap, the mangaka didn't give a crap, the voice actors didn't give a crap. It just got shoveled out. It is the equivalent of when you used to buy cereal as a kid, and sometimes you'd get like a little game in it, but it wasn't Chex Quest. It was the honeycomb creature, and the game didn't even work, and we clicked on the screen half the time, the Chex creature would just kill himself and crash the game. That's Cheat Pharmacist Slow Life. I, I do not have a strong enough. I don't have a strong enough opinion on it. Uh, I do not feel strongly about it, so I will not defend it. I will just allow that to sit in the air, and it, someone can correct you. Uh, it's not good. <laughs> Next up, though, something that is good: Tsukimichi Moonlit Fantasy. Yeah, that's what I will the say. Good this. isekai. It is absolute wish fulfillment. I love it. My wife hates it. We dropped it after episode two. But I love it. I adore it. I won't say anything bad about it. No, I'm actually interested to like watch more of it because I like because it's, it's got the uh, isekai debuff. So immediately I was going in like I'm going to fucking hate this. But yeah, the fact same. that the MC is just an absolute fucking loser. No, but still, no, like, because that's what people is good. That's that's the same shit with Konosuba. Like I would say this is better yeah. than Konosuba because it doesn't pretend it it's something it's not. Okay, Doku, you, 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 we should watch Konosuba sometime because you, you were going to watch that and then immediately be offended that Moth uh, doesn't like it because it's it's literally one of the best uh, you know, anime comedies. I was watching Moonlit Fantasy and I was getting some Konosuba vibes. <laughs> you started getting it. <laughs> Man who's seen one isekai, I'm getting a little, I'm getting some isekai vibes from Full Metal Alchemist. How is Full Metal Alchemist an isekai? That's magic. the point. You're stupid. <laughs> uh, actu- and actually, actually, uh, the end on. of the first series was an isekai. Oh, yes, fuck, you're was. right. I hate you. <laughs> actually, wouldn't that be a reverse isekai? 
No, no, it would uh, be it, just because they end up in our world doesn't mean it's a reverse isekai. Okay. Yeah, actually, that is what reverse isekai means, but it's not actually our world. It's an alternate history our world. But if he goes back to our world, back to his world, is it a normal isekai again? Uh, no, because he's not from that world. Now there is, there are characters from that world that come to. Okay, let listen. So then, it's a reverse movie. isekai and an isekai. We're, we're crossing the crossing the streams like it's goddamn Ghostbusters. Dude, I crossed the streams uh, once with my buddy in high school when we were both at the gym together and we just peed on each other's shoes. The bottom line, Suki Michi is like actually like a pretty fun isekai. Uh, I is. like the character. He he's got that he's got the right amount of shit heel energy, but he, he's not a bad guy. Uh, uh, I would say my biggest issue with him is every girl falls in love with him immediately. Uh, I, you know what? I would too if I was a giant dragon Oni San who saw a cat inside someone's mind. I, yeah, I that's will, fair. I will 100% say that my biggest issue with that show is he gets a harem with the minimal amount of effort. And that's generally my issue with things. Yeah, but I feel like, uh, unlike most shows that try to justify it, the show doesn't try to justify it, which makes it funny. Well, so, yeah, yeah, and that's uh, why it stands kind of... above Konosuba, because it doesn't try to justify its shitty existence, and I respect that. See, that's why uh, could... Isekais are the hallmark movies of anime, and this is... This I'm, is, this telling is you, I'm telling you right now, idols, idol stuff it's is the hallmark idols. movies. I'm sorry, idols not... Harems, it... I don't care. No, idols no, like idols... movies. Yeah, yes, yes, that's the exact comparison to make. Idols, idol shit is the life because a lifetime movie doesn't come out every year, but when they do come out, like three of them come out, and like that one girl you don't talk to very much won't shut the fuck up about them. Talking to you, Lewis. you know. Actually, I would say that Shonen's are the hallmark movies. No, so, no, no. Yeah, isekai. no, Battle Shonen. Isekai, battle isekai shonen. is like the one, it's like the, the comfy one. You Look, know what I mean? Shonen, and shonen, shonen anime is literally anime sports. Okay, fine. Then fucking Mecha is opera. the hallmark. No, Mecha can, would be like, Mecha is literally the sci-fi movie no, channel. No, because like you, can, you can go to a Mecha store and you can go to a Hallmark store. You can't go to an isekai. You can't store. go to a oh mecha store. You absolutely can't. Hold, hold up, babe. I'm going to the mecha store. You want anything? Have you never walked into a freaking hobby shop? Like half the store is run by Gunpla. Like, what do you uh, yeah, think is a hobby at a Hallmark shop. store? Okay, when you go to the Hallmark store, half the <laughs> stuff is like Advent Gundam. It's just like shit you set up for Christmas. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. You mean Advent calendars? You said Advent like Gundam. Gundam. <laughs> yes, Advent Gundam. It's like the whole, you know, like the whole thing where you got the the away in the manger, the the freaking sorority scene, whatever it's called, with the Jesus. Did you, oh, did you fucking? Oh. Let it out, Doku. Don't, don't don't keep it in. Let it out. You have to let it out. Oh, yeah, you got me forgetting what the fuck they're called. Nativity scenes. Call a fucking nativity scene a Gundam. <laughs> you just you you put Char in the middle right there. <laughs> you just you surround him with all the wing Gundams. What a fucking vomit! <laughs> the three wise men are wing Gundams because they're from a different universe. And uh, Mary is just Char's gay lover. I don't know. I don't remember anymore. So the Duke of Deppin is made. <laughs> Uh, honestly, I am so genuine moth laugh I think I've ever heard. <laughs> the Duke of Death and His Maid is good because I can't wait to see the doujinshis that come out of it. I love oh. this show. 
It's so it's so cute. The only the only negative thing I can say about it is that the the 3D models for the non-main characters are kind of poo-poo. Yeah. But it's but super cute. See, I'm desensitized to that because I watched High Score Girl. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> and this anime this, has way more polygons in it than High Score Girl did. It looks like uh, it's it's JC Staff and the CG looks so fucking good for the main Who characters. did High Score Girl? Was it JC Staff? No. Cuz it looks it looks so. exactly the same as High Score Girl. Listen, all I all I have to say is that uh, there there's there's something about uh, a woman teasing another person. JC Staff did High Score Girl. Oh, okay. Until they go, in, until they go crazy and put their hands on her and kill her. That uh, that, that I'm about. Yeah. You know, that says some stuff about me. I think it is so cute I, because like like a lot of times those tropes were like they won't actually say they like each other in the first episode they both are like they both tell each other i love you i want to raw dog you so bad but even with a condom i'll kill you yes god when he plucks that rose and it wilts in his hand and she's like all i can offer you is this wilted rose and she's like well you know that uh giving giving someone a wilted white rose in in the language of flowers means you want to be with them forever and it's like Ah, oh, that's really cute. Yeah, the second episode has a da- has a has a ballroom dance scene with those two, where they I like honest- hover their hands around each other and dance, and it's really cute. And the third episode, I- they go to like a festival, and she I- has big boobs. I honest yes. to God want to read a crossover doujinshi where he ends up in Zombie Land Saga and can just go to town all he wants. Oh. <laughs> Yo, base <laughs> Moff, Moff, Moff coming in with the good ideas? Oh my god! You just wait, turned wait. me gay for three seconds. Mike, Mike, do you do you watch a YouTube channel called Rescue Ranch? No, that sounds really gay though. Never, never mind, never mind. You just your voice you you sounded exactly like Uncle Ben for a few seconds. That means you're gonna die. Uh... Actually, uh, <laughs> can, can we talk about my favorite anime of the season now? Uh, I guess we're gonna talk yeah. about the Dungeon of Black Company. Wait, uh, All right, so Watch Duke so, has made is really cute. So yeah, that's really my good. that's my main recommendation this season. So I will I will say this: um, <laughs> if I were to take my three favorite animes this season, Dungeon of Black Company and uh, Ida and Deities Only Know Peace are constantly fighting for place one, and then Battle in Five Seconds is place three. But Dungeon of Black Company is so good because it is a scathing satire of Japanese workplace practices, and yet it is consistently funny. The main character is the biggest scumbag on the planet, and he is such a treat to watch. And and weirdly enough, even though it's a harem, it never feels overtly sexual. There is one character all the sexual frustration is put on, and every other girl character is not there to suck his dick, and I love it. Uh, yeah, I, I got, like, two minutes into this show, and, it, like, the main character got introduced, and immediately was like, oh, that's why Moff likes this show. <laughs> The main, char- the, the, the main character He's a piece is of shit. What what is uh Rance? The main character is Rance if he didn't rape everything. I I I don't know what that means. Rance? What's a saying it again will not make me suddenly know what you're talking about. The the most the most well-known hentai protagonist of all time. And a third time, folks. <laughs> a third time! Moth has, has again! Okay. Still no idea. All right, tell you, tell you what, tell you what, tell you what. Type in on your phone because I know you do this while we're recording the episode. I will fill the dead air with talking. Type in rants and type in black company and look at the two main characters side by side and tell me they don't even have the same stupid shit eating grin. 
I'll, I'll take your word for it. I think this guy looks no. like scumbag Kamina. Yeah, no, yeah. He, he does. But to tell you what, I will talk about Dungeons of Black Company. You do that right now. Just type in rants. Type in rants right now on your phone. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do oh, it. Do okay. it. Do it. I, I'm doing it. Okay. All right. Dungeon of Black Company is good because even though they're sexy women in the anime, they are sexy on their own terms. They're not being forced to be sexy to meet the male gaze's requirement. And wait, wait, wait. Stop, 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 Moth. That's the stupidest thing you've ever said in my goddamn life. <laughs> There's only one character who exists to be sexy to meet the male gaze. Moth, Moth, that the is first not... episode introduces like two. There's, nope, there's literally the, the the there's a giant dragon that when she transforms into a lolly, you see her naked body in the first episode. Right, but like, after that point, she is always always clothed. She's the chick might as well be a Sunni Muslim with how much clothing she wears. You okay, Mike? I mean, <laughs> this show is pretty good. Yeah, I love this it. show's it all right. <laughs> it is my number one anime of the season. Uh, it's really funny. I, I I think the the main character he's a scumbag, but uh, he he doesn't just uh, he's not always selfish. Although no, he is. His plans he... are all no, no. Well, that's the thing. Like he he sacrifices the guy, but but after he could have escaped, he turns around and's like. Uh, I'll convince the I'll convince this stupid dragon to be my bitch slave. No, the, the 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 core thing about him is he will never waste an asset. So as long as you are seen as worthwhile to him as an asset, he'll keep you around. And he he holds to that the entire anime, and I really appreciate that his personality doesn't change. He's a, I I I I kind of want to keep watching this one. He he's it's really funny. I like the. Uh, I like the the dragon girl's really funny. She's one of the mo- uh, monotone uh, type uh, girls, but she's like, she's constantly hungry, and uh, if he doesn't feed her, she will just eat him. Um, r- r- real fast, this next one. Before we get into it, a- am I missing something? Peach Boy Riverside is not the second season of another show. Am I correct? It feels that way, yes, doesn't it? It is. The show's bad. okay. Because my wife and I watched it, and we, because because it's on Crunchyroll, and Crunchyroll has this nice little thing where you can like check to see if it's the second season of something, mm-hmm. and we actually like we were ten minutes into the first episode, and we didn't know what was happening, so we actually like went back and like so season one Peach Boy Riverside, <clears throat> like there's there's no like prior show where it was called like Peach Boy, no, it's just Peach Boy Riverside. This is this is season one, and is the most jarring season one I've ever seen. Uh, and like, Mike, before you joined the call, Moff and I were talking a little bit. Uh, we were talking about, like, as I was bringing up my notes, and Moff was saying that he can remember every show perfectly. And I I asked him to name something that happened in Peach Boy Riverside. And I don't know if what he said was true or not. It, she cuts a walrus in half. I end, don't even with remember. That could be, you could uh, be, the- you could be wrong. I don't know. That that does kind of that it's like a walrus bear monster, yeah. <laughs> but uh, this this show this show is so fucking weird. Uh, the only good thing to come out of this show is that there's a rabbit girl in it with a scarf. And scarf. honestly, I'm not entirely sure it's a girl. That is the uh, most I mean, genderless rabbit creature I've ever seen in my life. And you know I've what? watched you know and I've watched Made in Abyss. Let's just say they're a non-binary icon. I'm okay with that. I'll take the representation. Hell yeah. We already they have a non-binary them. icon currently airing, and it's an Iromakun. Oh, there's a non-binary character in Iromakun? Yes, the character that for the longest time you thought is a cat boy, the, the Mangaka like 180'd their entire personality halfway through. Oh. 
I need to go back to Irumakun. Irumakun, you know what, Doku? You should watch Irumakun. That show's funny. Okay. Uh, that, that, <laughs> put it on a list, and I'll watch Jazz it. Jazz is best boy. Jazz is absolutely my favorite boy in Irumakun. Uh, Peach Boy Riverside uh, sucks. Can we skip? Can we move on? Uh, you know, I will say, though, Peach Boy Riverside, I made it to the end of the episode. I didn't do that with Cheat Pharmacist. Uh, so, Peach Boy Riverside, I, the only thing I have to say about the show is that... What is happening? It feels like there's 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 an episode missing, somehow. <laughs> yeah, I... It, it, this is the, the, yeah, this isn't the second episode, it feels like. This, this isn't even the second episode, this is the second season. Like, I feel like there was a three-episode OVA that happened before the show began. Like, you do not know the main character's name for, like, five minutes, and she, 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 like the very, the first thing you learn about her, she goes, "I'm a princess." Well, okay. not Mike, anymore. Is, is she the main character though? That's the thing. She's not. The, she's Are looking you... for the main character. What? You're fucking kidding. No. You're, you're, you're lying. No. No. So, so like, there's there. It's really weird. There's like some eternal peach thing right there's one peach that falls from the tree and lands in the river and it changes the world but what if there was a second peach and she's the peach boy even though she's not she's it's it's fucking stupid like she she has like she she literally goes sans undertale at the end of the episode yeah and yeah. it made me really upset it gets raw. it's like you're about to have a bad time mr walrus <laughs> Yeah, no, don't don't watch this show. Like, I I only put I put it on the list because the the PV looked kind of okay and the bunny girl was really cute. Don't watch this show; it's not good. So, what you uh, should watch instead is my favorite show of the season, Sunny Boy. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this right now before we go any further. Sunny Boy has the villain of the season. This show is so <sighs> fucking good. This I, looks like I a don't movie. Actually, this is what I will say about Sunny Boy. I don't enjoy it, but I cannot ignore the fact that it is a masterpiece. Yes. It's there, it's this is something like special. The, the, I feel it. The animation's fantastic. The the like the little character moments are so good. It has it has ill-defined but cool abilities that like are all poppy and interesting. By the like, way, the, the, help help me help me settle this. The villain's ability is to impart a vision in your mind of a potential future that he can kind of navigate correct uh, i've only watched the first episode yeah i've only okay. watched the first uh, episode so i don't know okay this the second episode so like at, at the at the end of the first episode he looks one of the characters right in the eye and he you see a scene of all the kids like as withered skeletons that starve to death oh that that i don't know what his like in the second episode he does the exact same thing to somebody else where he's like if you keep being a dick you're going to burn the whole forest down and we're all going to die and i'm 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 wondering if that's his ability i don't know but with when that scene happened i was like what the fuck yeah. I, I wasn't sure what was going on. I thought maybe it was trying to imply that they're all been dead all along, which they, I would believe it. They were all stuck inside of like a fucking weird void school. Uh, but man, the show's, show's so fucking cool. There's, like, there's it's a, so cool. You didn't watch the second episode. I will say this. There's a lot going on. They, they teleport. They start teleporting. And everywhere they go, the area they're at, has unique rules that the other area doesn't have. So in the second episode, they spend oh, the, oh, that's cool. So, like, the school, um, everything restores and everything regenerates after a certain period of time. But if you break rules, people can enforce consequences on you. 
they then go to an island where infinite stuff can be generated, but if you don't trade for it, it catches fire. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, that's cool as fuck. I, so, Sunny Boy, I'm going I don't to... like it. <clears throat> Sorry, go ahead. No, I don't like it, oh. but it, it is a masterpiece. Watch it. Yep. I, I'm going yeah. to keep up with the show. I meant to watch the second season this weekend, but uh, things happened, so I did not. Or the second episode. Uh, watch it. Also, the first episode, there's like no music until the very end. It is really well, fucking yeah, cool it's, when it happens. It's emulating that they're in a void. Yes. Yeah, Moth, man, sometimes you say smart stuff and it catches me off guard. <laughs> how, how is that intelligent? It was made perfectly clear that they were in, like, a noiseless vacuum of space. Yeah, like, no, There's like, no depth I, to that. Yeah, like, I got that. And, like, for, like, the whole episode, I didn't even notice that there wasn't music until, like, they jump off and there's, like, water everywhere. And then the, like, main theme starts or whatever. God, that's such a good moment. It's very good. Like they're they're Watch falling through the void, and it's the exact moment where the school teleports and they land in the ocean, and the, you got that uh, zoom in on that one guy's face, and he looks like he's about to murder them. So they're heavily implying. Oh, by the way, he's the villain of the season. They're heavily yeah. implying that that girl's ability is to get them home, but they they have to basically go through trials. I, we don't know yet, but it's heavily implied that her ability is to navigate them as they're moving through these different dimensions. That's sick. Ah, this show kicks. This this show kicks, it fucks, it comes, baby. So so now, I, I hate to admit it, but the anime I didn't know was airing this season and I really wanted to watch is up next. Uh, yeah. Urumichioni-san. I had no clue what to expect <clears throat> when I watched this show. And, uh, I did not expect, like, what it is. I thought this was going to be... Like a shoujo? <laughs> like, just based what? on the poster on my anime list, I thought this was going to be a shoujo. Uh, you know what's terrible is wrong? the studio behind this has done nothing but shoujos and, like, etchy lights. Yeah, like, the art st- like it's a shoujo art style. No, no, uh, I, I need you to understand. Now. I get it. The, the series that did this, um, every single one of their series has the tag ecchi in it and and comedy and high school they did boku no kanojo ga majibaja uh rokiobu they did like it's just it's just all of it is just ecchi lollies so, even so it's it's getting kind of sus for me i i want to so what the show is cuz this is this is a show that you kind of have to define for people cuz it is a show about uh washed up children entertainers who are who are tired and the director is decided to start leaning into that for the show it's blues clues patrick bateman yeah except so Pat- oh man never mind I, I hate patrick bateman so i'm just gonna shut up you Tell should him. he's what, the, he's, what? <laughs> he, yeah, he's the like, villain you should hate patrick bateman. okay but 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 how many weird creepy guys do you know that like idolize patrick bateman yeah because, because people have creepy. poor media literacy like, like, you, you, do you know how many people look at the Nazis and go, yeah. Honestly, every time I look at their uniforms, I go, man, why did these guys have to be the bad guys? That's a dope-ass outfit. Listen, the Nazis did have drip, but... Like, here's the thing. The British yeah, had to be the good guys. they were dripping with blood. <laughs> the British had to be the good guys. And did you see their uniforms? Garbage. Hot ass. Yeah. F- fun fact, fun fact, Moth. The British 
also not the good guys. <laughs> you know why just, we won the Revolutionary War? Because we had bigger drip. <laughs> Honestly, so, we were rocking so pretty good drip. Uh, so, this show. Uh, I, Doku, I want to hear what you... Because I don't want to poison the well at all with anything I might potentially say about this. What did you think of uh, Uramichi Oni-san? I thought the show was kind of based. I thought it was a uh, little bit red-pilled. Uh, you didn't watch it. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I I've, I was really bored. I okay. So I put this in notes. It's kind of unhinged because it's very it's pretty much the same joke. See that that's exactly what for I was feeling minutes. for. And it's a good for joke. the okay. first. But, but that for worked first, for Boba Bow. Bubble Bowl was not the same joke. Bubble Bowl was the, joke, the most Bobo. random bullshit in the world. Thrown at but the it wall. was the same joke over and over again. No, it wasn't. Did you watch Bubble Yeah. A- One of the kids' attack was literally called Fist to the Backwind, and he had to grab his ass to do it. Yeah. That's one joke. That that does not that is not explaining that was everyone else's joke also farts? No, no but that they was all Gasser's ran off of thing. One joke. Yes, but like <laughs> This show, like, it literally is the same, like, every character is the same joke. But, okay, here, here's the big but, though. Uh, and, and I wasn't feeling it. And then they introduced the other entertainers. And one of them is a shitty, washed-up comedian who has who, who's very straight-laced looking and very cool-looking, but he kills, he fucking eats it if you say anything vulgar to him he, he he has the most childish humor in the world and at, uh, and at one point he just walks into the main character's like dressing room and he's like hey i just heard about this guy named richard verner have you ever heard of him and and the guy goes no i've never heard of him and then he just starts laughing and he's like his nickname would be dick that seems he great just starts, he just starts fucking d- and the laughter is the most realistic laughing at your own joke laughter i've ever heard in my life and and he just doesn't stop and he just leaves and it's so fucking funny i i want to i want to check out the second episode of this to see if it's like better uh, yeah, I, I didn't fine. hate it. I just felt like it was a little too one note. Yeah. Like the the second half of the episode, where the jokes start to be about the other characters, is when it starts to become a little bit more funny. Yeah, like when he beats the shit out of a guy for telling a joke behind his back. It's like, yeah, that, that's kind of funny. But uh, the, the the there's the part where he like uh takes one of the mascot characters, like grabs him by their like collar, and just drags him out onto the set. <laughs> And it's just holding, it's just, they're just holding the mascot, like, on camera and still doing the show. It's great. Uh, yeah, this, this is a, this is a nice fun show. Uh, if you like comedy and don't care about, like, the joke being the same very often, you might get a kick out of it. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna watch I can't it. talk shit too much. Uh, Way of the House Husband is pretty much the same joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah but like at least this anime is animated. Different. Yeah. All right, uh, so... Up next, up next. Can I do it? Can I do it? Can I do it? Go ahead. Hunter x Hunter season two. No, this uh, is dead. Battle in five seconds two. after meeting. Battle in uh, five seconds after meeting. Also known as Hunter x Hunter season two. Nah, it's Dead Man Wonderland, bro. He, yeah, it's what? it's way. If you're gonna compare it to anything, Dead Man Wonderland is way closer to a comparison. <laughs> uh, I remember not enjoying Dead Man Wonderland. So this is Hunter x Hunter season two. 
No, this is Deadman Wonderland, but good. So, okay, the idea behind Battle in Five Seconds After Meaning is that a bunch of people are kidnapped and they're giving a, they're given a mysterious power that only they know and uh, they're forced to fight each other and their fight starts in five seconds after they meet. And uh, it's, 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 this is, this is popcorn. This is, this is, this is just, it's fluff. It's like, it's not bad. It's, it's, pra- in fact, pretty entertaining. This is like just a good... Not a feel good because it's a, it's edgy as shit. Yeah, but this it's is, it's not bad. This is what I'm gonna do. This is how I'm gonna phrase it. If I'm just gonna mash up other anime to explain this, as you do. So imagine the character drama and setting of the first season of Yu-Gi-Oh back when he's still on Kaiba's Island. All right, then take the fights of JoJo season four, not season three, not season five, season four, and combine them into a battle tournament. You know, uh, I usually will make fun of you for your shitty comparisons and stuff. That's not too bad, because this, this, this is just JoJo fights. It's yeah, uh, it's, it's, ma- you. It's, da- it's Dan Bad Wonderland, Dang and Rumpa, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah half, actually, <laughs> half of your ability against your opponent is them not knowing your ability. Bru- no, 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 no. That that that's literally the main character's ability. The, yeah, the main <laughs> His the ab- main character's ability is the most Kino shit. <laughs> I it's, love it's, it. I, I the main say, character's ability is that his ability becomes whatever he convinces the other person his ability is. Yeah. Yep. It's so fucking. So cool. it's. So uh, you know, Miss and 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 let's not forget the best part. Nyato Hodo is back. Oh, the cat girl is so fucking hot. God. Damn, I don't even I think she's attractive. Me. I just I love what their voice actor is doing. Their voice actor is going so hard. I respect her so much. Yeah. No, it's great. Like at first I was like, this is kind of uh, this voice is kind of annoying. Then it got good. <laughs> I I I I look forward to watching more of this. It's 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 just it's just an entertaining televisiono. It's uh it's my third place anime. Speaking of uh, entertaining televisiono, uh, oh unfortunately, this was a last minute uh, uh, ad because I, I didn't even uh, think okay. I was going to enjoy it. That's the thing. Okay. I saw it on Crunchyroll. I'm like, oh, oh, this looks generic as hell. But I, I'm, you know, I'm go- it's on Crunchyroll. I'm going to watch it, and this, I'm so glad I did. This show was originally on the list, so I can't give Moth too much shit for not looking at the list. Uh, because it was on the list, and I took it off because originally this was going to be last episode, but I wanted to have Frog Frogbird on. Um, I didn't watch and the that. Show. Is it's fine. It, 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 you should actually. It, it's called Eat It and Deities No Only Peace. This is just Dragon Ball. It it really is. Um, it it. I I so you only watched the first episode, right, Mike? Yes. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you. So 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 full disclosure. Um, remember how Goblin Slayer did that thing where it's like, haha, this is so, oh, there's horrible, grotesque violence and rape. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to drop a content warning for everybody. Only in the first episode. The Well, there's scenes in the second episode, but they're not as bad. In the end of the first episode is the most Stanley Kubrick rape scene I have ever seen in my life. It's really fucking like, like the entire, ep- the entire episode is classic Dragon Ball Goku fights the Red Ribbon Army. And then at the end, some soldiers invade a church that's burning to the ground and, and rape, rape a, a nun. nun. And it's like, I didn't, I didn't want, I didn't want her need, and like it's, 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 it's artistic so, rape and that's makes it a lot worse. Yeah, it's, it's so censored. That's the worst thing is like, it is so censored 
and yet it is somehow more grotesque than any other rape scene I've ever seen. It, it fucking it fucking ends on her being pounded and her just going, "Please God, save me." It's really fucked up. Well, the, the, okay, and so 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 there's something. Um, there's like show don't tell, and then there's tell don't show, and and it, it's so weird to me because most of the time I don't think sex scenes add to the quality of anything. This scene, yeah, without showing any body. dick, without showing any Yo! any, with without showing like penetrative sex, without showing anything, this scene has been the most impactful rape scene I've ever seen in my life. It's really uncomfortable. Like as as someone who is a survivor, and you know what, I made fun of Moth for doing uh, trigger warnings because I felt like he was just doing it to try and appease people that he thinks are are uh, Tumblrite SJWs. Uh, no, that I I actually appreciate that. Uh, now, with that said, uh, if rape is very triggering to you, stop! Maybe... Don't don't watch this anime. Uh, but it, if you can deal with it, it's it's. I mean, except for that one, if that one scene wasn't in the first nope. episode, Mike, keep one... watching. Yeah. Uh... So so no 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 just just so think of the red ribbon army, but the red ribbon army has to do the worst things. Like they are conditioned to be the worst. Like they are conditioned to burn children while their families watch. They are conditioned to rape men while their wives watch. They are conditioned to do the most inhumane acts possible and to get praised by it, by their military commanders. Cause all of their commanders are demons and people committing atrocities fuel them. It's like monster. So it- It is. It is somehow. Sully, no. <laughs> it. It is. It is. It is somehow the most lighthearted and most serious anime of the season, and I don't know how it managed that. It. It's really weird. Like, because uh, like straight up, like there's there's a lot of like uh, disembowelment in the first episode. A lot of like. Uh, you need uh, to watch the third episode, Mike. <laughs> I'll, you know what? I'll, I'm actually excited. I think I think unlike Goblin Slayer, Goblin Slayer seems like a show that uh, is the only the first episode is edgy, and the rest is just uh, boring. What? Did only you not watch episode. the last battle arc? Uh, why would I continue to watch a show that's boring? I'm just I'm saying like don't say only the first episode is bad if you didn't watch the rest of it. Goblin Slayer consistently has rape themes. Uh, I said edgy. But, uh, like, there's, there's, there's more implications of rape. The second episode, the second episode features uh, a a rape that's more tastefully done than the shit in the first episode. I Uh, I don't, I don't like the phrase tasteful rape. That seems like an oxymoron. (laughs) Uh, I mean, it's, I'm talking about the depiction of rape. (laughs) Like, I'm not talking about the act. I'm talking about the depiction. It's like, uh, let me grab a coat hanger and say, we're not done here. No, I mean, look, there's ways to depict things in media without causing people to have panic attacks. And yet, and uh, this this anime managed to depict something without even depicting it, and it was somehow the worst thing I've ever Moth, seen okay. as far as a rape scene goes. Moth, I don't think you can say that that uh, Edithid depicted it without depicting it, because the 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 artsy like rape scene in this like the kaleidoscope it's shad- Beatles it, it's shadows it's shadows of of fucking. Uh, uh, soldiers picking up so- a girl's body and just fucking her like comically, like swinging her around. It it doesn't show you the literal penis going in the vagina, but it, you know what's happening. Like, there's no implication. It's explicit. Look, just 
I, I, I'm going to say this. If you want a master class on how to do the most uncomfortable rape scene known to mankind, just watch the last 30 seconds of this anime. Uh, or watch uh, the movie Super. That's also got an uncomfortable rape scene in it. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait. What's Super? Uh, like Super a... Size Me? No, it's a James no. Gunn movie. Oh. It's Who's a James good Gunn? movie. Uh, uh, James. Oh, James wait. Gunn. The Pedophile, right. It's not a pedophile. <laughs> he made some jokes. Yeah, but he consistently made the joke over the course of like six months. That makes me uncomfortable. He was like one of those. Uh, he, he, he was like one of those. Like he edgy made those filmmakers. Moth, moth. You're someone that will defend people who are far right who say worse things than making uh, pedophile jokes ten years ago. Shut <laughs> the fuck up. Hey man, well, you I've seen what you've said in this Discord. Alone. Uh, what do you mean won't leave John Tron alone? I don't talk about John Tron. He's stupid. He, he did he did the, the firework song, Mike. He did the firework. Yeah. I, this has been the We Hate Anime <laughs> Podcast. The only anime podcast that uh, Moth just just refuses to have like a good start and a good ending and just the middle be okay. That's that's Moth. Moth's like I'm gonna make sure the beginnings. Uh, uh, I'm gonna make sure the beginnings bad. I'll make sure the endings bad. But the middle, the middle will be a good. It's gonna be a shit sandwich, and you're gonna, I was gonna fucking say it's eat a it. reverse shit sandwich. It's like normal shit sandwiches. You have two delicious pieces of like uh, the sourdough bread, and then you just have poop in the middle. In this situation, you take a poop and you slice it in half and you fill it with the prosciutto and you fill it with perfect garlic aioli and you get the perfect sun-dressed tomatoes and you put that between the poop. It's, you heard it here for, first, folks. We, uh, uh, the We Hate Anime podcast is the uh, double down of shit sandwiches. Hey, double yeah. downs are good. Now, remember, uh, like, subscribe, smash that MFing like button, hit that bell, and watch my chivalry video. Yeah, you should watch yeah, that. It's something that. Moth made that didn't infuriate me. I, I wanted to see if I could make a video in two minutes that could fit in Twitter. And you did. That was good. I know, Congratulations. I, was uh, right, I well, don't think I don't think you rendered it uh, properly to upload to Twitter, but it's a good first try. <laughs> Look, it, the main the main render was meant for YouTube. I just wanted to see if I could keep it under two minutes. And it was very entertaining. Uh, yeah. You should make more of those because it was funny. The problem is, like, I'm getting to the point where chivalry is now making me mad, and I'm actually not having as much fun as I was. Because, like, it, you know, when you play a new game and you suck at the multiplayer, you're like, "Haha, I'm dying," but it's fun. Yeah. And now I'm at the and and now I'm at the point where like a dude decapitates me with a weapon I know doesn't have that reach, and I'm like, "Uh, what?" Yeah. Um, the uh, a fighting game content creator Brian F uh, made a video about that like relatively recently. Where they're like at the beginning, like when you first start playing a game, like your fun level is at is where like your fun level is at your highest, and is where your expectations for yourself is at the lowest, and like the closer those two lines get together, is like the more you start to get frustrated. I will say right now because you talked about a fighting game content creator, Mortal Kombat. Every entry in the series has consistently been the most enjoyable game for me. Because a lot of Mortal Kombat's content happens offline. 
And I, I, I genuinely appreciate that Mortal Kombat's like, let's have a fun story mode. Let's give you a 20-hour game to enjoy before you ever go online. Oh, yeah. No, Mortal Kombat, uh, Mortal Kombat single-player content is the best in the industry. Uh, uh, fu- seconded, seconded by Soul Calibur. Yes. Uh, I think every other fighting game is very far behind those two. I think Strive was a little better. Uh, I think Strive oh, was yeah. nice because you got a four-hour movie. Yeah, I think uh, Guilty Gear XR was a little better about it. Blaze Blue was way better about it. But like, I'm, I'm really glad to know that I am on a podcast with uh, Soul Calibur appreciators. That is important. Soul Calibur is I I need Mike. Mike, Total I need you to know how many times I masturbated to Taki in Soul Calibur Two. Right. Uh yeah, me and you, we're we're crass, we're clasping arms together. Taki, right. Taki and and Ivy for life. Lardo is gonna hate me for this. I'm gonna crank up my gain. I'm gonna whisper. Get ready. I need you to know. I just I need you to know for five seconds, Mike. Like the fact that they rendered her nipples in that outfit in that red jumpsuit, and you gotta see that jiggle with realistic Dreamcast physics. I'm gonna lose my shit. All right, we're back. Okay, but uh, yeah, so Mortal Kombat single player content's fucking great. Uh, those games suck. I just, I uh, just, fuck I'm, you. I'm actually thinking about poor Lardo right now. Like he's going through this entire podcast. He's like at the one minute or the one hour thirty two minute mark. He's like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this, uh, is, this is Mortal Mortal Kombat. That's why Mortal Kombat sells I, I, so much, even though the game fucking sucks. No, Mortal Kombat sells so much because the, uh, despite the fact that the game sucks so much, because it looks like a shitty DC movie. That too. Uh, I, no, Mortal Kombat does well because it's fun. Mortal Kombat yeah. goes, hey, let's take your GI Joe action figures, let's take your Lego Ninjago action figures, let's take your uh, Alien nineteen ninety three comic book action figures, and let's make them kill each other in fun and creative ways. It doesn't have to worry about balance. It doesn't have to worry about mechanics because at the end of the day, you get go-kart and pachinko and weird-ass bubble bobble, and you get to have fun with Mortal Kombat. Yep. The last, the last really fun Mortal Kombat game was... Uh, Deception. Three. Deception. You know, I was three. going to say three, but then you said Deception. And I was like, fuck, you're right. <laughs> No, the, the golden age of Mortal Kombat, I kid you not, started with Deadly Alliance, and it was like, holy crap, this is amazing. And the Deception came out, and the single-player story mode was phenomenal. The, the combat was phenomenal. The fatalities were great. You had literally a Mario Kart game. You had Tetris in a Mortal Kombat game. And then Armageddon signaled the end of it, because while it had a really fun character creator, at the end of the day, Armageddon just wasn't as fun as Deception. And then after that, we kind of got Nine. And it was like, uh, okay, at least I got Smoke. Nine's good. You know what? I'm I'm gonna hit with the incredibly controversial opinion. The best Mortal Kombat game is Killer Instinct. I thought you were gonna say Sub Zero's Legacy, and I was gonna hang up. <laughs> I, I I I liked that game as a kid, but no, it's Killer Instinct. Killer Instinct is the best Mortal I Kombat game. I have never played Killer Instinct. So. Killer but Instinct if, is if the said play fighters. Ideal. It would have been funner. I play play fighter. <laughs> Killer Instinct is the pl- pl- platonic ideal of what a Mortal Kombat game should feel like. Yeah, you know he's not wrong. It should feel good, and it's, it except yeah. except Killer Instinct is inherently flawed in the fact that there are unlimited combos in that game. No, dude, dude. No, okay. you can break Look, out of combos. Any, That's anyone like the who whole game, you can break out of them. 
anyone who plays like like Halo or Killer Instinct, they understand how much you come a little bit more every single time you get one of those fucking fucking killtacular or ultra combo. It 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 it, it, feel, it feels good. It feels sexual. It feels gratifying. You live your life a little bit more every single time. Yeah, like so Killer Instinct's whole thing is like you break out of the combos. Uh, if you want to like games with infinites, you got Marvel. Yeah, I can show you a motherfucking Versus infinite. Capcom Let's go. You got fucking HNK with basketball combos. That game's sick. All right, so that that's uh, that's been the We Hate Anime podcast. I uh, follow Sudoku on uh, Twitter. His thing is Sudoku FGC. Yeah. Oh, uh, speaking of which, I had a very nightmarish uh, experience last night involving my Twitter. Go ahead. Uh, I was so I was at a tournament. I went to an in-person tournament last night, and oh, no. I was playing some casual Guilty Gear with someone. You're playing Super Smash Brothers, and a guy asked you how old you were. No. They didn't have Smash there. I was playing some casual Guilty Gear with someone, and we were playing some, and then they asked me my name, and I said, oh, I'm Sudoku. And then they said, oh, I love your Twitter. I was like, oh, no. Yo! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I I, I will say, though, if we're doing shout-outs, special shout-out to Astreg. He has been our silent listener for so long, I just appreciate him. Thank you guys never talk to him, but like, there's a, there's a guy. His name's Asterix. He's a pharmacist. He's a really cool guy. Um, and every so often, he just messages me. He tells me what he likes about that week's episode. And honestly, he doesn't get the shout out he deserves. Nice. He's he's pharmacist on Twitter. All he does is retweet titties. Generally, the same fetishes I like, so I respect that even more. Base. Well, th- thank you, pharmacist, uh, for uh, listening to the podcast. Uh, uh, we do appreciate you as we appreciate everyone who listens to the podcast and reaches out to us. Uh, no, no, there's some listeners I could do without. We appreciate, listen, I appreciate listen. all of you. <laughs> yeah, no, no, there's <laughs> like, we got this dude from Poland. Like I just, every time he comments on one of our YouTube videos, like I just want to go to Poland and fight him. Uh, I, I too want to go to Poland and take him, if you know what I mean. What the fuck sexually. <laughs> God damn it. I could take on four co-hosts at once. In a fight, in right? A fight? Yeah, in a fight. Okay. Oh yeah, you probably could. <laughs> Look, if I pin you, you get my ass. You pin me, you get my ass. It's a, you know, whatever. <laughs> if I pin you, you get my ass. Yeah. Heads I win, tails you lose. So everybody, that's been the You Got My Ass podcast. Please join us next time when we watch City Hunter. Show again? C- City Hunter. I almost said like Sunny Boy again. I don't know why. I'm tired. It's a Sunny Boy. We're, we're recording five hours later than normal. Yeah. Yeah, that was really that's weird. That's my fault. So I'm gonna go run in 80 degree weather with my husky now. So catch y'all later. Nice. See you next time. I'm gonna go get musky with that husky. Somebody,